to the Closed In Podcast, where you are set free. I remain your sister and friend, Deborah Sampson, but you can call me D. To find out more about Closed In, please go to closedin.org. to begin i want to say a big thank you to daddy god for the privilege to serve and be a channel of blessing through this podcast like i'm deeply grateful and i want to say a massive thank you to you for tuning in listening to today's episode i sincerely appreciate you Please, if you have any questions bothering you that you really want an answer to, send your questions. Send your questions to questions at closedin.org and it will be attended to. So, to answer today's question, first of all, the ground rule. So, the ground rule on this podcast is we believe that the scriptures, the Bible, the word of God is God's viewpoint on matters. So with that being said, you'll be hearing a lot of scriptures and I encourage you to go back and reread these scriptures yourself. So to the question of the day, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> what is God's viewpoint on Christians? cursing what is god's viewpoint on christians cursing let's get the definition of what cursing means or to curse what does it mean according to google's english dictionary to curse means to use coerce or blasphemous language to express anger or other strong emotion According to the Cambridge Dictionary, to curse is to say rude or offensive words about something or someone because you're angry. According to the Free Dictionary, to curse is to use a profane word or phrase like a swear word. Now, on to God's viewpoint on this. (laughs) Now, God's nature is love. And you see, the root and the nature of cursing or using curse words or abusing someone does not in any way spring from God or show the true representation of God's nature of love. In fact, God's nature is not just love. God himself in himself is love. Let's check out 1 John chapter 4, verse 16. NLT, that's the New Living Translation. It says, We know how much God loves us and we have put our trust in his love. God is love and all who live in love live in God and God lives in them. Let me bring out that part of God is love. Like highlight it in your Bible. God is love. God is love. I can say this a hundred times. God is love. So the next time someone asks you, what is love? love is god (laughs) so if for example the love you have with someone right now whether in a friendship or your relationship if the love you think you have with someone right now does not express god-like character 
highlighted in first Corinthians chapter 13. That is, if you or your friend or your significant other is not patient, is not kind, is easily angered, is proud, is jealous. I mean, you can check out First Corinthians chapter 13 for the remaining virtues of what love is. If your relationship or your friendship is lacking those virtues, I think this is the best time for you to have a rethink about yourself, about that relationship or the friendship. Anyways, this is a discussion for another episode. If you want me to talk about it, please send your questions to questions at closedin.org. Questions at closedin.org. So back to the discussion of this episode. From the Cambridge Dictionary of Tukos, we can highlight the words to say rude or offensive words, right? It says Tukos means to say rude or offensive words about something or someone. So let's check out God's viewpoint from 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4, New Living Translation. It says, love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. This is where I'm getting to. Or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable. And it keeps no record of being wronged. Amplified classic version says, Love is not conceited, it's not arrogant, it's not inflated with pride. It is not rude, unmannerly, and does not act unbecomely. I feel like I should repeat that. Love is not rude, unmannerly, does not act unbecomely. Rather, love is kind. So you can see that being rude, saying rude or offensive words about something, or someone is not in the nature of God. And the last time I checked, cursing someone or saying a swear word or abusing someone is not kind. And love is kind. Let's move on to the second definition. So according to the free dictionary, to curse is to use a profane word or phrase, like a swear word. Let's check out God's viewpoint on this from Ephesians chapter 5 verse 4. The Good News Translation, it says, Nor is it fitting for you to use language which is obscene, profane, or vulgar. Rather, you should give thanks to God. Like, it just states it there clearly. Don't use profane language. Let's check out message version. Message version of still the same Ephesians 5.4 says, Don't talk dirty or silly. That kind of talk doesn't fit our style. Thanksgiving is our dialect. Let's check out NLT. NLT says, Obscene stories, foolish talk, coarse jokes, these are not for you. Instead, let there be thankfulness to God. In case you are not satisfied, let's check the new English translation. It says, neither should there be vulgar speech, foolish talk, or coarse jesting, all of which are out of character, but rather thanksgiving. And finally, Amplified Version says, let there be no filthiness and silly talk or coarse, obscene, or vulgar joking, because such things are not appropriate for believers, but instead speak of your thankfulness to God. So I hear someone say, 
But when we're swearing, we're just joking. Well, well, I hope you've seen now that coarse jokes are not the lifestyle or character of a believer. It is not appropriate. It is out of character. Also, when you're cursing or abusing someone or using swear words, your mind at that point is not worshipping God. Is not thanking God, is not blessing people, and is not even thinking the best for the person you are cursing or swearing at. And Colossians chapter 4, verse 6 tells us that message version be gracious in your speech. The goal is to bring out the best in others in a conversation, not put them down or cut them out. Let me read that again. Colossians 4, 6, message version. It says, be gracious in your speech. The goal is to bring out the best in others in a conversation, not put them down, not cut them out. And the Bible says from Colossians chapter 3, verse 17, a New Living Translation, and whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. So if Jesus would not say those words as a representative of him, you should not say them either. Moving on to our third definition. According to Google's English dictionary, to curse means to use coarse or blasphemous language to express anger. Now, we have addressed the fact that as a believer, you're not expected to use coarse words because in the kingdom of God, we don't use those words. Rather, thanksgiving is our dialect. Yes, it is okay to get angry because anger is simply an emotion. It's an emotion like being happy or sad and there is perfectly nothing wrong in having those emotions. However, it is how you express or respond to these emotions that determine if you're doing it to the glory of God. Ephesians 4.26, it says, New Living Translation, and don't sin by letting anger control you. Don't let the sun go down while you're still angry. I love the message version. It says, go ahead and be angry. You do well to be angry, but don't use your anger as well for revenge. And don't stay angry. Don't go to bed angry. Don't give the devil that kind of foothold in your life. So, you see, it's not wrong to be angry. But when you allow your anger to take control of you and you express your anger by saying rude and offensive words to someone else or about the person, first of all, it shows the current state of your heart. And at that point, you're not glorifying God with your speech. Rather, you're speaking unkind and evil words against God's creation, against God's image, and it's not right, not even as a joke. And we can see this in James 3, 11, New Living Translation says, Does a spring of water bubble out with both fresh water and bitter water? Think about it. Does a spring of water bubble out with both fresh water and bitter water. Verse 10 says, and so blessing and cursing come pouring out of the same mouth. Surely, my brothers and sisters, this is not right. And I affirm with Bro James on this matter. It is not right. 
Finally, how you view God determines how you treat your relationship with him. So if you view God as your king, your father, as your friend, you'll be more mindful of how your actions impact him. The issue is, I think a lot of people don't see God as a person. They don't know that God has feelings. God has a mind. God has opinions. God has thoughts about things. He he has he has an opinion about different things. And that is why we're discussing about this, because the word of God shows us his opinions. So, for example, if you know your friend or your partner or your daddy does not like you speaking in a certain way, that is like speaking badly about other people. If you really like that your friend or your partner or your daddy or your king, you will take their opinions and feelings into consideration. And it's the same way with God. Personally, this is the way I live my life. So when I'm faced with a situation, I think, what does God think about this? Would God be happy about this? If no, I stay away. Now, are there times I've fallen short? <laughs> Definitely yes but i ask god for forgiveness and stay away from that situation right now the beauty of this approach is that it takes your christian work from is causing a scene or not how how far is causing how far should i go in causing someone you know questions like that that say is is this a sin or not if i do this will i go to heaven or not no when you take this approach of what does God think about this, right? What does God think about cursing? What does he think about abusing people? What does he think about swearing? And if you find out, okay, it's, God doesn't like this. It's not in his will. He's not happy about it. He's not pleased when I do it. You stay away from this. When you start thinking this way and applying this to your life, you will find yourself gradually falling in love with God. and. This is a very beautiful place to be because at this point, your thoughts are no longer about whether you're making heaven or going to hell. No, rather, you're loving on God, just loving on God, on God and God alone. I'll end with these scriptures. Colossians chapter 3 verse 17, message translation. It says, let every detail in your lives your words, your actions, whatever. Let it be done in the name of the master Jesus, thanking God the Father every step of the way. The New Living Translation says, and whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. And finally, Colossians 4, 6, message version. Be gracious in your speech. The goal is to bring out the best in others in a conversation, not put them down, not cut them out. I'll take that again. The goal is to bring out the best in others in a conversation, not put them down, not cut them out. This is God's view on Christians cursing. If you're a believer listening to this, that is, you have a relationship with God, but you found yourself using coerced jokes or swearing or abusing people when you're angry, or maybe even as a joke. Well, now, I believe you now know God's mind and heart on this matter, and all you have to do is to repent. 
that is ask god to forgive you and decide to change your ways and this is where the holy spirit comes in to help you let us pray daddy god we're sorry for every time we have said words that did not bring glory to your name either as a form of expressing our anger or just joking or sorry please forgive us your word says we should come boldly to your throne of grace to ask for help when we need it right now we receive your grace and help to speak words that glorify you help us to be more mindful of our words teach us to use our words to bring out the best in others not cut them down or out thank you father for you have done exceedingly abundantly above what we've asked in jesus name amen now if you've never been in a relationship with god or maybe at some point you were but something happened and you just happened to walk away today is for you don't harden your heart rather receive him today by saying this daddy god i come to you through the name of your son jesus i know things have not been right and i'm sorry and repent from all my wrongdoings and i ask that you forgive me right now i receive your life Thank you for translating me from the kingdom of darkness into your kingdom of light. And thank you for making me your child. In Jesus' precious name, we've prayed. Amen. If you've just said that prayer with me, please connect with me on closedin.org forward slash connect. Please send in your questions to questions at closedin.org and share your answers to your contacts, your friends on social media. And you can tag us at closed in social, closed in social. Um, that is C-L-O-S-E-D-I-N-S-O-C-I-A-L at closed in social so that more questions can come in i want to say a very big thank you to everyone that has been sending in questions god bless you god bless you in jesus name on to our confession <laughs> remember first corinthians chapter 1 verse 9 amplified version god is faithful he is reliable trustworthy and ever true to his promise he can be depended on and through him you were called i was called into fellowship with his son jesus christ our lord thank you so much for listening to the closed in podcast where you are set free